1: Plushcare.com slash weight loss.
2: Goes without saying. You're listening to Goes Without Saying with Sefi and Wing. I'm Wing. And I'm Sefi. Thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited to get into this one. It's such a nice episode. It feels quite fresh, at least for us. I don't know on your end, like, the conversations you've been having and the podcasts you've been listening to. But for us, this feels nice and new. Um, feels like we've broken some new ground. We've got some really interesting and i would actually say really generous insights from you on instagram and i feel like we've actually been quite generous of bearing our own our own souls in this Mm. one too which is a bit scary but you know here we go it's all for a good (laughs) cause
1: yeah (laughs) enjoy hey nice hello hi this is feeling cozy bobozy today feels like just yesterday we were here yeah and we were
2: (laughs) We almost couldn't keep our hands off of this... This episode. This episode Although, as soon
1: as we decided to do it... Well, I was a bit apprehensive because it just feels like a big one. But then we just were doing some talking before as we do and I'm already feeling excited for it.
2: Yeah, it's just whatever we want to bring. Yeah. What makes you... Maybe we should acknowledge what makes us feel cautious about it. We don't want to give too much, maybe.
1: I just feel like it's so... Possible to get triggered in this subject? We're talking okay. about. You just listened to the intro, I assume. But, yeah, the but intro we're kind was of talking good. about men and this like reoccurring convo. In the last episode we did, there was a bit of a prelude to Never this really conversation, was. and how we have a bias in life from early experiences that leads us to think that like men will betray us, men are dangerous, all of this stuff, and like challenging mm-hmm. that bias. I feel like because I've walked through the vast majority of my life with this bias so much so Mm -hmm. that i didn't even know it was a bias until like we were talking about it Mm. or just like a belief that men not men are not really safe beings um which i still do believe um in so many ways but i would Uh like to have like a nice life as well Mm -hmm. um and also with the awareness of often fancying men and wanting to spend time with men but also Mm -hmm. having this like distrust in them it's such a deep subject and it goes back to like childhood and like to be honest the concept of like fathers and mm-hmm. it's it's really painful territory at times like if i'm thinking right. about like my parents splitting up as much as it's like i'm 27 years old now this stuff happened to me when i was a year, like uh, i don't know 11 yeah it was years ago but in some ways i think god did i ever actually deal with it
2: Right. So there's still some kind of rawness, maybe, that
1: we're a bit scared to bring out. Yeah. It's almost like, how much can you deal with something when you're... Or I can see that so many of my behaviours were... or And beliefs were, like, determined by this event. Uh That how do you process something when you're a kid that kind of is seen as, like, quite a normal thing, but also has clearly gone in very deep? Yeah, I really think as well, like...
2: So hmm where do I want to take mm. us because I really want this to be like a nice almost safe um yeah definitely you know like almost like a little train journey that you put a kid on in like a theme park and it's like oh, Ooh, why don't flying we fish at Thorpe Park. that sort of vibe yeah it's yeah. like we're just going to take a quick little just a little kind of drive around the the park yeah. do you know what I mean like let's skip the queues like it's 2 p.m it's getting hot We've let's get out track let's get in the shade yeah let's do a little like <laughs> don't know why i'm trying to sell this fucking train to everyone
1: but (laughs) like come on board guys you're on board it's too late
2: the barriers are closed you've paid your ticket you're on a nice gentle almost like a bit of a safari of like we're just gonna we're keeping a firm distance we're
1: overlooking the shit that's going on over there yeah but we are safe within our little cart we're in our car we're, we're safe. driving when you're we driving we're in our pink car nothing to worry about <laughs> arms and legs inside the vehicle at all at times all times and we're fine we're just taking photos we're enjoying
2: yeah it's nice it's a luxury holiday if anything
1: exactly we've got our snacks yeah. we've got our water that's we've all just been to the toilet we
2: feel great we feel great uh-huh we did ask on Stephen Wing on the Instagram for your thoughts as well, and I feel like that might be safer for us yeah. to stay in that rather yeah, yeah, and talk about surprise. your trauma than talk about our own. Yeah. Um. But generally, yeah, I think the conversation will be shaped around the idea that our young early experiences are obviously really formative and shape mm. our um kind of expectations and fears and anxieties and beliefs and behaviours maybe in later life yeah and something we touched on oh your sister replied with an anxious face oh god, god <laughs> that honestly ho- sums it up that wow. sums okay, it up so well, we're let me feel- see what did. there's a lot of anxiety going on in this household I'm seeing
1: <laughs> oh that's an <laughs> understatement how did your what's the question we asked how did your childhood experiences, experiences shape, shape your view relationship relationship? of your relationships and she replied with a grimace <laughs> Honest and grimace. honestly same
2: okay well i'm here for you guys so there were some nice things which i think is really nice and i actually replied
1: saying tell me about it love tell me
2: about tell me about it stud tell me about it this person said my parents never ever humiliated slash made fun of each other in front of others even friends Mm, and i thought that was such yeah love such a nice rule to have such a nice like general rule or like marker or like boundary to follow of like okay obviously we'll do our best obviously we're gonna fuck up in different ways but generally if we keep front of mind the idea that in public settings you're the priority and Mm. i'm not about to throw you under a bus to like score points with a colleague
1: god could you imagine
2: i mean it says a lot about like loyalty and and actually a word that comes up a lot for me (laughs) really which i think you made me aware of is respect how did I make you aware of that? You were just like before I can't, this is probably years ago, you were like, you think about respect a lot and I was like, Okay, I guess I do. Yeah, I reckon I you think, do. I think to be disrespected in a relationship is low.
1: I mean, it's kind of the lowest <laughs> of the It's the low. lowest of the low. Because if you don't respect me, that pretty much is the baseline.
2: Yeah, and I think that's also what I'm looking for. And especially with a man, it's a nice idea to think that a man could respect you. And I think yeah. in my wrong mind, I think that even if a man... He might think that he respects me as a human yeah, being. Yeah.
1: But no, I don't I know if agree. he really does. Ever, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Ever. Um, but I, I do think really like huge. Like, respect is. and loyalty, I think, go hand in hand as, as like the baseline mm-hmm. of... I can remember actually I think I remember my mum talking about this about her friends I don't know if any Mm. of them are listening (laughs) it's not you um but talking about like how certain couples if people are talking about like bitching about their husbands Mm -hmm. how that is just like not really okay and I agree I yeah I think I took that in quite deep of like the idea of a partnership being like that is the person that you are ultimately it's a loyalty. team it's a yeah. team
2: yeah and i do think like warning signs red flag if other people in your life know more about what bothers you about your partner than your partner, than your partner, does, partner does yeah that's on you yeah like and there are people in my life where and it's again it, i now sweet it's not you yeah, <laughs> i think yeah. it's you it's not necessarily like friends it's not from a friend group i feel like some of my friends might listen and be like oh you're talking about me on the pod i'm not it's not a friend situation Mm. but there are there's a certain couple in particular i'm thinking about where we know a lot about this guy and and it's and it's like a meme it's like his character Mm. is like oh no, no no sort of thing, like oh, oh we all hate him <laughs> all yeah. and it's like whenever anybody sees him or whenever he pops up it's like everyone it's a joke it's an eye it's a joke it's an eye roll the biggest conversation is like he's not good enough for her blah blah blah, blah. and i think in, uh, something i also say when i'm in conversation about this is we infantilize this woman and remove her agency by constantly talking so much about how much better she can do mm. when ultimately she is choosing to still be with this person and so yeah. there's something sinister i think about like
1: almost it's like i'm not your
2: guardian woman
1: i know I- but i do think friends have a responsibility oh friends, when they're that's in saying. their right minds like i think if you are um quick to critique somebody else's life mm-hmm. take a quick look around your own life quickly yeah um just shut the quick scan hard, around I am i in a position to be talking about this uh-huh but i do think it is the role of friends not to like control or force opinions down people's no. throats but to um help their friends and like point out their like blind spots and things
2: yeah that's a nice way of putting it i think that's I something
1: think... i would want from my friends and i um th- i think that is one of my core yeah, things that is like, i perhaps... need people to to be invested and i want to be invested in people's happiness yeah
2: i think one of the best ways as well like to deal with that as a friend i think the best thing and maybe one of the only things you can do in that situation or like the best way to take it your role there yeah is not to control or like um you can't even necessarily like, come in and think you can fix yeah or judge i think all you can do as a friend is like remind this person that you love all of the amazing things that they deserve yeah. and just keep that as like the priority that they can use that almost like as a compass to navigate with of like okay in what ways am I not getting what I deserve here yeah because I think that's also one of the first things and again in a gendered sense as young women one of the first things to go we see time and time again is like oh don't worry about me and my needs and, yeah. and my respect and my whatever my happiness blah blah blah, blah. um I've seen so many people and have done so many times myself, just been like, that's okay, I'll be fucking miserable in order yeah. to like make sure you're alright or keep you happy or whatever. And I think as friends, it's like, yeah, I would definitely say to Seffi in any situation, mm. just a reminder, I think you deserve someone who wouldn't do this, for example.
1: A hundred percent. I hate mm-hmm. when they do
2: that. I hate <laughs> when they do. How dare they? How dare they do that? No,
1: how fucking dare they. Also, I think for women it seems Mm. to me from my view that a huge blind spot for women is men and the ways that they are treated by men not even necessarily in romantic relationships but the ways in which men are allowed to treat women it seems like there seems to be a bit of um, a space between like what a woman is uncomfortable with and what she'll vocalise being uncomfortable about
0: oh
2: yes yes and i kind think of. that's the
1: role of people to be like i know that you are uncomfortable here but you're yeah. putting up with this
2: uh-huh and you're allowed to be annoyed about that or you're yeah. allowed to not like that by the way this isn't just something that you have to deal with like it's encouraged to not like it's it, like you it's know horrible. of course that makes you feel uncomfortable yeah. and you're allowed to say that it makes you feel fucking uncomfortable yeah because it's horrific this, like, thing, look at it, this thing that's happening
1: yeah but you can't but, almost get perspective once like the biology of like lust and oh, god let's let's been put love into it like once uh-huh. all of this deep deep stuff starts getting involved it is so hard to see clearly like god mm-hmm. when i start even like having a remote crush on someone you start overlooking yeah. certain things even shallow little things but it's like look okay once say you're um 20 years deep in a marriage <sighs> you by that I've point not got a hope in hell you, to you be honest. can't see clearly and i think no, that's no, when no. it is so useful to have um women that genuinely you. have your back.
2: Totally. And also I think um it's the classic thing that we say about like we learn I mean society tells us in lots of different ways that a woman is like for example most desirable when she just shuts the fuck up and
0: yeah
2: like lie back and think of England sort of thing. Like yeah. when you just keep yourself small and um like how dare kind of you stand up for yourself, yeah, all of those things. And it's that classic cool girl thing of like not being a- allowed as you said to like vocalize. Yeah things that are obviously fucking pissing you off and then it's like if you if you can't say it now when you're 23 and it's like kind of getting it's kind of jarring every time he brings it up or every time x y and z happens god forbid if you stay with that person or just you never vocalize that that is the kind of thing that annoys you for the next 25 years
0: There will you haven't open hell
2: no and you only leave room for a ton of resentment like that issue probably won't go away
0: you might even forget the way that that
2: made you feel you might forget that that was even a a worry that you had but you will be left with like an underlying resentment and also i think a lack of security trust in yourself a lack of self-esteem that you see yourself as someone who will not defend themselves like your perception of yourself is i am not worth standing up for myself or like i don't deserve better The most harmful thing, actually, I think, as, like, a young woman, you can think is, like, I don't deserve better than this. This is what I
1: deserve. Yeah. Because that's when the risk... (laughs) The fear of losing someone that isn't Mm. worth shit anyway. That's what I see so often. Someone staying in something because they're so terrified of, like, what the alternative is. Yeah. Because it feels like, God, the whole identity is wrapped up in this thing. The whole life is joined in this way. But actually if you actually played out what that scenario is it's so easy to see as an outsider Mm. god that is so much fucking better but when you're in it you can't even comprehend what your life would look like outside of it
2: new song on telesis new album unreleased called um i can do it with a broken heart i think it's called oh love which i love and i love that. i was just watching um the Chats and Reacts video about the mm. track list. So I feel quite, um, it's like really You're fresh in on my zone. mind. I'm in the zone of like all the names of the songs. Yeah. But I feel, I like that one because it kind of feels like as well, something that we keep saying for like the past two months of like, as you said, like play it out. I trust that you can do it. It's like, you yeah, know, it might be shit and it might be hard, but you will do it and it's kind of the fear of a name only increases the fear of the thing itself Ooh. it's like that would be so horrible if that were to happen but it then it's be. like oh but then it did happen and you did survive it it's
1: horrible until it's mm-hmm. not in and, and the alternative so is it stays it's being still horrible, horrible. <laughs> it's like, i hate to tell you it currently is horrible <laughs> it currently but the well i don't know your life but if you're in one of those situations it was already currently horrible what is so What's so bad about taking the risk until mm-hmm. it gets actually better?
2: Can I also say something fucked up on a on a separate
1: note? Yeah. Just a second ago, I like
2: moved my foot and it and it touched the top of my tea, but now I do want to drink my tea. Do you think that's Yeah, worse? I'm not
1: weird about things like that. Like i My I'm just sock.
2: Not... Yeah. On I'm the just, mug.
1: Honestly, I yeah. I've seen Sculpt? you do a lot worse, I'm not gonna lie. Really? Like what? <laughs> yeah. What have I done what? Well, I just feel like we're not really the sort of people that would get bothered by like a hair in the food and things like that.
2: No, not really, but but what have I done worse? I would love to I know. Is know, there something on it. your
1: mind?
2: Someone did ask us before, the grossest thing you've done. I would do a gross thing, although I don't think I do that many gross things in front of you. So that begs questions. Well, for I've me. seen
1: hello uh, I, I just go on. Put it out. Then. I haven't seen you ever turn down. Oh
2: no! Something.
1: <laughs> that is so
2: <laughs> true. <laughs> just end like, the sentence there.
1: Scraps. I know. I can't think of an example, but I I would be shocked if you said, "Oh, I'm not gonna." I wouldn't partake eat that because yeah, of, like no. it would because ha- and, 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 I agree like
2: I'm going to hair, hair out of me. my
1: food rather than turn down the food absolutely it's got hair in, there's no way that I'm not going to eat yeah. it because of that no fucker unless I've seen the person I really really can't stay. like if someone spat in my food I wouldn't be able to eat it though spit is different yeah it is very isn't it it's very different <laughs> it's very different <laughs> it's, it's very wet nice. there's a wetness and it's and it's from the throat it's a mouth thing though I think for me I can't deal with
2: that I don't love that, but anyway. Ew. Well, thanks for the support.
1: I did drink the tea; it was great.
2: Yeah, as you should.
1: <sighs> okay, this is going really. I'm not gonna lie. very yeah, really happy no, this about this. Soft, nice. Yeah. How's everyone doing on the ride? Anyone need any refreshments? How's
2: everyone feeling? Yeah, we can stop for a break if you want. Anyone want to go the, to the toilet?
1: toilet? You know what we could do?
2: A little ad break. Oh, they're <laughs> lovely, lovely. <laughs> Which, Here we go. I have seen some questions. Do you still mm. get paid if you skip the ads? Yes. Just, do, just, just do hypothetically me, speaking. Do me though, I actually don't know that. Yeah, you do know that. Because remember we had that meeting and Emmy was like, they can't tell if you skip the ads. Oh, There's yes, no technology Because yes, I've for been that.
1: telling everyone, skip,
2: skip, skip. And then I was like, shit, actually, where did I get that from? Yeah, no, skip, skip, skip. Hypothetically speaking, allegedly, if you were yeah. to be skipping ads, I would do nothing but support you. Pat on the oh, back.
1: Always. Yeah, not here to waste your time.
2: <laughs> not <laughs> that ads not. are a waste of time,
1: just to be clear. No, yeah, if you're an advertiser... Definitely not a waste of time. No, if you're a listener. You know, just do what's best. Do what for you want <laughs> to do. What <you> do. <laughs> do what you have to do. Let your and fingers note- move freely on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Over okay, to okay. you.
0: Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states.
1: Okay, hope that was a nice ad break. That was nice. God knows what you just heard. I'm just looking <laughs> through the um, answers now. Okay, so this is one
2: I relate to. And I actually, I feel like my... Okay, so here's where I'm coming from. I don't necessarily mm. want to out my parents. Like, I don't want... Obviously, like, I owe them my life in a literal sense. Yeah. Um, I'm not here to out them. But I also don't feel like a freshness or a rawness i feel really comfortable speaking about what happened yeah the impact of like their choices their behaviors their relationship yeah. on me i also think maybe especially i think it's important because of that relationship i was the only child and i think when you're the only person yeah. in that experience it's very easy like kind of what you're saying earlier of like to not vocalize or not even be able to process the things that are happening like i didn't have someone to turn to and be like that was fucking weird or like hang on did she just say blah, blah blah do you know what i mean like just all of those things that i think if that's your experience with a sibling you might take it for granted like just being able to look over at someone and to kind of roll your it. eyes or like yeah. yeah just have that moment of connection with literally another human being of like that was fucked up um so I, and i also think it means that i can really easily um i think it makes it easier as well to kind of slip into the like the kind of classic traumatized thing of just like your memories start to slip or like you view the situation in a certain way or mm. do you I mean like I don't have anyone turning to me and being like wait do you remember when blah 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 and it's yeah. like if you're not refreshing your memory in that way they do just kind of become a part of you and get lost in like just the making of you they just kind of get buried in your soul somewhere yeah. so I'm sure there are so many things that I have no memory of like there are huge parts of my of my life that i just can't access like oh, i've really wiped out yeah and it would have been really helpful to have someone else around like no this is what
1: happened or like i blah, think blah, that's blah. one of the weird things of like um my sister has often said things where i'm like yeah. this has happened and she's like no no it was this and it we was remember different yeah we were in the same room so but interesting. I remember it differently to she. Yeah. Like she was like, we had, we ate baguettes. We had like um, hummus and crisps and Yum. like French bread before. And I was like, she was like, that was after. I was like, no, it was before. It was before. And like mm. all of it, like we have so interesting stories. And also, yeah, I, think I definitely take for granted from hearing you talk about this mm. the amount of processing you do talking
2: with others
1: to other people that actually were there. Like, yeah. The amount of, just that you live through it yeah. with someone yeah and that they kn- they knew the whole thing and i think it's just a different fucking um beast to do it it. totally well it's just
2: it's just different and i also think it's that's such a nice thing as well to have someone who loved you then and has loved you through it and loves you still now like not to be cringe about you and your sister for example it's like there's just that's why it's so special like and i will say oh my god i was saying this the other day to my boyfriend and it's actually Mm. really sad like oh no no this is actually so (laughs) sad like when i was saying it i was like that's actually fucked up Go on. It's not that sad. It's actually not that big of a deal. It's literally a long list of things that have happened to me. It's the least of our worries. Yeah, this. yeah. But I was kind of thinking of it as an adult and almost like how I would view a child saying these things to me.
1: Yeah. Which is, it, the, that's the tear joke. That's the When kicker. you picture a kid, it's like, no. A
2: child, a little baby. Right. So yeah. in this, in this situation, I'm an only child. Okay. Yeah. All on my own, literally. Yeah. And I would beg and beg and beg for a sibling. No, we're not having any more kids no 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 no. beg and beg and beg even like from under the age of I mean probably like around five I'd be like please please because I remember I remember (laughs) weird this is weird this is kind of like maybe I'm giving too much about my parents but I remember my grandparents I remember my dad's mom saying like you know Erin's five now so the gap's getting quite big like you should probably have another kid soon
1: which is crazy pressure
2: yeah but it wasn't (laughs) happening anyway they honestly like thanks to her for trying like i appreciate (laughs) it it's like god this kid really needs somebody please 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 to my parents please 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 i want a sibling i want a sibling i want a sibling nothing no sorry arian we're not having another kid please 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 please, i want a dog i want a dog i want a dog no we're not getting a dog
1: excuse me yeah at least give this kid a dog give the kid a fucking it's the least you cat, can fucking even do a cat anything a guinea pig anything i'll take Find what this got. kid something to do
2: yeah and i remember once saying to you and you were like that's so sad oh, <laughs> it's no. like i remember saying sorry this is really like why me but it's just no, it's kind of funny where it is why um i remember saying to you i just i remember promising myself like now as an adult i'm like if a kid ever said to me can we play play with yeah. me i would never deny them like i would yeah. always like say, oh i'm fucking knackered but whatever i oh, fuck it like, yeah I ha- yeah i will never turn down playing with a child who's bored yeah. and you were like that's so fucking sad because it's obvious that it's like yeah you were like a sad lonely bored yeah. little kid being well, like says- please play with me and being
1: refused being denied also i think it says something to me of like, as a kid, if I was asking an adult to play with me, desperate <laughs> times. like no. the fact that you're you've got no idea a kid asking you to play with you, yeah, like the only kids, like I, I've babysat a lot of kids in my life, the mm. kids that most kids that I've met, that are like, it depends where if they're with siblings, if yes. I try and play with them, they're like, fuck off, yeah, like you're an old yeah, freak, killing the vibe. don't even come yeah. near this game, you don't understand it. <laughs> yeah. But the kids that have asked me to play with them yeah the isolated see ones yeah it's a different um experience of playing Totally. so i think it's it, that i think that's what it's saying to me of like the fact that as a kid you were asking adults to play with you yeah that's like no get this kid a dog get i this think kid it's a dog. When, honestly
2: guys it's unfair how about get a fucking how dare you well, you're gonna bring this human being on their own into this world put them through some things yeah and then deny them a dog give me something jesus out of my skull. Anyway, oh God, get her a DS. Get her something. Yeah. Um, like I would literally not just play with me. It's like, can you tell me what to draw? Yeah, tell me a story. Give me something, and they'll be like, surprise me. It's like, give no. me something. You fucking no. can't. Anyway, <laughs> just surprise me. Surprise me. Are you that fucking? Lazy? <laughs> just tell me a rabbit. Say any. You could literally say Anything. any fucking thing, and I'll draw There's the best not rabbit much to you've ask, hey? ever seen. I'm fucking six years old. I'm bored. <laughs> give me something jesus It's mental it explains so much about me truly it's crazy
1: i've definitely been thinking about this recently Mm. just with like you can really trace so many traits back to like early shit like everything even though that's old news like i've known that no i know we know that like we know that personality is formed so early like of course this stuff impacts you but it's but i think the older you get you. It, it shapes you, you. yeah. like actually it doesn't just like oh it drives you a bit left it gives you a hint right. yeah it's no it's like slight little things no no you are the decision the it's things that happen to you in so many ways like, as a kid like obviously you're not and you're not defined by anything horrific that happened to you but so many of the beliefs that you carry yeah
2: it's so formative are
1: like direct um responses to things you saw
2: totally and i think in the way that you were like it doesn't it doesn't have to be this damning thing of like, no. oh, I'm doomed. Then so so I am the makeup of all of that shit. It's like no, no I will give myself. Then I'll forgive myself for Permission like snapping at work or isolating my like all of these habits yeah. that you might have. Are you fucking blame somebody else? Not your problem, I'm
1: Joking. But you get you know, it. But it's not your fault. I think that's the crucial totally. bit. Yeah, like it's your problem, unfortunately, and it shouldn't uh, be your problem. it, yeah. sh- it shouldn't be like that but it's not your fault boy that's a real distinction to make and i think actually without that knowledge you carry it like it is your fault it's wild it's actually wild people have said so many good things
2: let me have another read this is really lovely Mm. i think this is actually an important one for us to share yeah so they they the first thing they said my parents kissed in front of us a lot and always backed each other up which i just felt like god love 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 but then they also said my father was so gentle i will never be with a man that raises their voice
1: or loses their temper queen love you. queen love you. crux love. everything crux everything so man shouting i have a real thing about it like uh-huh. so um, sort of there was an absolutely no like so, oh, wait let me get that right so like wait let me get it right uh-huh there men shouting i just have a real thing about (laughs) i for some reason Mm -hmm. i would always talk about this with my sister about how if my granddad who was like the most gentle Mm. sort of passive man Mm -hmm. like kind of um my grandma's the boss and he all he does is sleeps in his chair talks about sort of clock mechanisms and cogs turning and reads the paper. That's kind of Stunning. He's divine. We love, we love, we love. love, love. Digging up beans in the garden. Like he's not, he's my passive sort of guy. Love. Yeah. If things got a bit like sort of um, stressful at the table, Mm -hmm. he would sometimes bang on the table and go, stop! Like just go, shush! And instant it. Like, yes, honestly, if a man shouts, instant tears if my dad was to shout at me god i would be in floods of tears whereas if my mum shouted at me i'd oh, give it back. same
2: old wednesday yeah excuse new? me what <laughs> the fuck did you
1: say if my if my sister shouted at me fuck you bitch if my brother shouted at me different thing i'm crying like fascinating if a male teacher shouted at me mm-hmm. tears like what if and- a woman teacher shouted at you i definitely feel upset but nothing like if a man shouted and i think the and i've spoken to people about this so much and so many people have said the same that it's like if a man raises their voice it like triggers something so Mm -hmm. like in Mm -hmm. in me and i don't even think i've particularly had like an experience of like men being um like loud with me in any way Mm -hmm. but i think it triggers something so core in like the way that i've been taught to like respect men over women it's like if a man like the authority figures of this world if they shout at you or if they raise your voice at you and you frustrated them to that level Mm -hmm. death it means so (laughs) much oh my god like to a shaking level and um yeah i can't remember what the message was now but that just reminded me of that well it's also kind of the thing of like in that moment it's you
2: the, almost the belief is like this man is not choosing me i am not being loved and protected by this man good. yes i'm, I'm not good ba- enough yeah I mean, it's I'm not being good enough for him
1: yeah yeah fucked up so scary it's like, so fucked up yeah
2: i do think that was one thing actually kind of going back to that person saying like my dad was so gentle i'll never be with someone who shouts etc yeah because agreed actually and i think one of the things that i like one of the best things that I took from my childhood and like my relationships that I was shown like as a kid was very much like your relationship is about a balance and don't give too much sort of thing like don't let yourself get lost in somebody else I think that's like a huge thing for Mm. me of like I won't ever lose my sense of self or my identity or like my desire my wants my whatever the things that i request and need in life the things that i uh, that are important to me Mm. i can't lose for somebody else and i won't let someone else expect me to bend over backwards for them with nothing in return like i think the exchange and like the give and
1: take is everything yeah I think that's so rare, though, to be able to find somebody that like. I even think the expectations of a relationship, like a woman going into a relationship and a man going into a relationship, are so different. Like, I think a man often reads that they are giving so much when actually, mm. if you looked at it like objectively, it's, it's yeah, nowhere even minimum. close to equal. Mm,
2: mm-hmm. Like,
1: so much of women's labor is just like unseen, forgotten stuff. Yeah, and actually, I was just saying to this to you before we started recording. But in this writing course that I'm doing, we all had to go... This is lots, everything. Yeah, it's honestly... This is Jesus. everything. This is the crux. This was a Unfortunately. Crazy thing to hear, actually. Yeah. Um, It's a lot of, like... Um, there are lots of, like, sort of middle-aged women in the room, or, like, women from all ages, really, but I would say a lot of them are between the ages of, like, 40 and 60. hmm And we everyone went round the room, and they were talking about, like, their ideas for a novel. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about, like, how to have the access to this many women's like inner minds, stuff they wouldn't necessarily say, but because they're writing about fiction, but so clearly it's based on their experiences. I would say 80% of the women, their stories were about a woman who losing her identity and a man stuck in a loveless marriage. A lot of them (laughs) killing their husbands. Um, So much resentment, trapped, um, having affairs, their husband's been cheating on them or like, so many of them were about, like, coming back to themselves. They're lost in their relationships. Mm-hmm. And it was harrowing, actually. To <laughs> yeah, no, it's wild.
2: Because yeah. then, can we also say, there was, like, one guy and his story was essentially... It was this woman in the shower. It
1: was porn. <laughs> it was literally pornographic. It was literally porn. I, which is had to, crazy. Yeah, we had to critique that today. I was there earlier. And the confidence with which he read a story about a woman scratching her legs it was like it was like she oh i don't want to give too much but it's like she she was in the shower she had like a rash and like and she's she exploring cr- like, her
2: queerness it's like why is that on your mind why, why are, you, are you entitled what? to
1: and like it's just bizarre. all of the women in here are writing about how they resent their lives uh-huh. essentially because they've given everything to men and isn't it like it, and was, isn't abs- it, funny it was absurd that the it was man
2: like- is writing about a woman in the shower interesting yeah. Yeah.
1: It's unfortunate. It's like, that is actually like, if we're writing here about, write what you know, essentially, like every yes. single one of them, it was shocking. Like, it was almost to the point of like, a, a bit of a gag. Like, every well, I single do woman was talking think, about resentment.
2: Just when you were saying that, I do also think it says something, in a kind of creative sense, it says something about the things that women are taught to fear. Like, yeah. it's a huge fear, generally, like in society for women to um yeah to be fucked over by a man like we are told in a sense from like the second you fucking open your eyes as a kid you learn sort of thing totally beware totally beware yeah and i think it's more than just a reflection of like it is it is but i also think it's something about the narratives that we're sold and i think there is a weird um it kind of is like the kind of infantilization or like l- l- women losing their agency and almost kind of like being a bit generous i think with the power that we give these men is almost like yeah. we you know they're not all that
1: yeah and people survive um crazy people shit survive worse to them, to than be honest. being like, fucked over by a man every day. like be fucking real for a second mm-hmm. no nobody here in this conversation is naive to the har- harrowing me things <laughs> me and you and harry of course and harry. Harry, and I was nobody here and there is a big group of us here is naive to the is. horrific things that men do to women on a daily basis we all know it mm. and women keep surviving women keep oh it's all we do living through it creating amazing things from it P- women keep teaching your people. favorite taylor swift lyric what is it honey I rise up from the dead I do it all the <laughs> time the line. best line there we go the only line I can remember that's
2: the it's <laughs> the cracks yeah that's the cracks. that is the crack you can do it guys Come you on. can do it and we're right here with you here we go Look, we're pulling up now back in oh. we go
1: <laughs> oh no you... we find ourselves <laughs> we've, we've got a little hat if you want to leave a tip <laughs> yeah, in
2: there. exit through the um, exit through the motor shop be the left. <laughs> um love you so much guys hope everyone's okay
1: yeah hope everyone's okay you deserve so much everything you really do and you are if you find yourself in a position that you don't like with a man for example you are strong enough to leave it. Your life is so much better without that shit. You're divine,
2: you're divine, you're divine. You're divine. If you don't hear from us.
1: Assume the, seen worst. the worst.
2: Lovely episode. Wow.
1: So much See? better than I thought.
2: Good one, right? Great app, Yeah. I thought if it could come naturally, it could be great. It did come and naturally. And I think it did, yeah. Oh, natural, okay. baby. Should I, <laughs> should I take the intro? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You sound like the man from your writing course. Oh, natural, baby. Okay.